What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast. We are source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 82 for the week of February 18th, 2024. I am your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. You be sure to follow along each and every week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information that you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, the long-awaited Deadpool 3 trailer has arrived along with a new title. Marvel's upcoming film, The Fantastic Four, has finally found its cast. Marvel's X-Men 97 sets a Disney Plus release date. Got those stories and so much more. Um, We're going to let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where, of course, we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include new episodes of Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, On Hulu and Disney Plus in the U.S., National Geographic's The Space Race is now streaming. On Hulu in the U.S. and Disney Plus in U.K. and Canada, all episodes from Season 2 of Life and Beth are now streaming. On Hulu in the U.S., we got Searchlight Pictures' Next Goal Wins that is now available. It's also available on Disney Plus in the U.S. for a limited time, too. We still have to uh, check that one mm-hmm. out. Um, that's on the that is definitely at the top of the to do list. It looks great. Um, later in this episode, we're also going to give a review of. And it's a tough one to review, but it's also awesome. A uh, review of FX's Shogun series, which uh, premieres later this month on FX, Hulu, and Disney Plus around the world. So uh, first up, though, the long-awaited Deadpool 3 trailer has finally arrived. Uh, this came out uh, during the Super Bowl, and the title was revealed. Michelle, I think it looks really good. Mm-hmm. So the new title is Deadpool and Wolverine. This comes out in theaters on July 26, 2024. As you said, it released during the Super Bowl and was really, really popular. It was so popular, it smashed records. So this trailer, it's a teaser trailer, by the way, it scored 365 million views in 24 hours and that makes it the most viewed movie trailer of all time. That's a lot. It's it, a lot. It, it's kind of surprising because Deadpool, I know it's popular, but it's not like it's never been like the 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 in the same quite tier as like Spider-Man mm-hmm. or anything. So like to get that much initial interest from a teaser trailer, that's that's giving me uh the impression that it might really be a big thing. Yeah, so lots of Easter eggs in there. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, we've got the trailer up on the website. They also debuted a new poster, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like those old best friends uh, necklaces with with a broken heart and one's Deadpool, one's Wolverine. You can check that out. Uh, We also have some first look images up there, too. Can't wait for that. You said, uh, when's it come out? July what? 26th. July 26th. All right. Um, and then here's another uh, upcoming Marvel film. This is the Fantastic Four, and it has finally found its cast. 
uh, we have been waiting for this, and there's been lots of different rumors and all this, but now it's official. Uh, who, who we got, Michelle? Yes, they announced the cast on Valentine's Day, and it was kind of a surprise, and they did this in the form of a poster. So they released the first poster for the movie along with the cast. And the first thing you might notice is it has kind of a retro look to it. Yeah, I definitely picked up on that. Like from the 60s or something. And Mm -hmm. also they debuted a new logo for the movie, which also has that same retro look. And we also got a new release date. So this is going to hit theaters on July 25th, 2025. And this was uh, previously slated for a May 2nd, 2025 release. So on to the cast. The cast is Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic. Okay, um, I like that. <laughs> Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, a.k.a. The Invisible Woman. Uh, Joseph Quinn is Johnny Storm, a.k.a. The Human Torch. And Eben Moss Backrack as Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing. Um, you can take a look at the poster on our website, but of course, Pedro Pascal um, the Last of Us and The Mandalorian, Vanessa Kirby. She's from The Crown and Mission Impossible. Joseph, oh, she's good. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Quinn, Stranger Things breakout stars, Eddie Munson. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then Eben Moss Backrack, of course, from The Bear. He was also in The Punisher. So great cast. I really like him. Um, I, 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 I have high hopes um, for this movie. Um, hopefully it's better than the Fantastic Four films that we've got in the past. Those were always pretty bad. Um, you know, I, I never really thought any of those were very good. So hopefully with this cast, they, they've they got uh, good things in store for us. I love Pedro Pascal, though. So, um, yeah, awesome. Um, finally, uh, more Marvel news. This is in the form of Marvel's animated series X-Men 97, and it's getting its uh, Disney Plus release date. It's been rumored for late March. So what's the date? March 20th. And this will be 10 episodes long. They also released the trailer, which you can take a, a look at. And I love because it still has that 90s feel to it. But also it's kind of the animation's more crisp, clear, updated. Um, it looks really good. So, yeah, you can take a look at that, the trailer and the new poster on the website. And this will be 10 episodes. And they also have a second season of the series in the works. Nice. They always, all these animated series, like, they always have to have those way in the works, like, way in advance. So, like, mm-hmm. they always, like, seem to, like, it's like a year-long process or whatever, for especially for those types of animated uh, series. So, very good. Uh, I, I loved X-Men. I think I've mentioned that before. I loved the original uh, series. So definitely looking forward to checking that one out. Glad that those uh, rumors uh, proved true. And we'll be seeing that pretty soon. As a reminder, you can find links to all of these articles and news stories that we've talked about and everything else we're going to talk about in the News Blast segment on the website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Speaking of that um, News Blast segment, Michelle, in 10 minutes, uh, we have to be done so three, two, one, go. Okay, so for my first one, I have a bunch of renewals. So Goosebumps has been renewed for a second season. Nice. The Bachelorette has been renewed for a second season. Nice. And then remember that Golden Bachelor show that was such a hit? Yeah. So that's been renewed in the form of the Golden Bachelorette. Um, Abbott Elementary has uh, been renewed for season four. Disney Junior Super Kitties has been renewed for season three, 
and Pupstruction has also been renewed for a season three. I no surprise on Bachelorette or that Golden Bachelorette thing because I mean Bachelor Bachelorette that's like a whole thing. There's a whole nation involved. Those yeah, are never going thing. anywhere. <laughs> uh, up first for me, uh, we've got uh, that Disney has confirmed that Renegade Nell is an action adventure fantasy series originally announced back in way back in April 2021 is going to premiere all episodes on March 29th uh, coming up here at the end of March. Um, Exclusively on Disney Plus globally, this eight-part original series is written and created by BAFTA award-winning writer Sally Wainwright with lead director Ben Taylor. Uh, Nell Jackson is a quick-witted and courageous young woman who, woman who finds herself framed for murder and unexpectedly becomes the most notorious outlaw in 18th century England. But when a magical spirit called Billy Blind appears, Nell realizes her destiny is bigger than she ever imagined. I probably wouldn't have batted an eye at this, um, but I, I watched the trailer. It looks kind of interesting. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Renaissance era, like Matrixy type stuff or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like it looks like it's got some cool action and set pieces. So it might be uh, might be worth your while. Okay, I have some news on the fourth season of Only Murders in the Building. First, Meryl Streep is returning uh, to reprise her role as Loretta Durkin, the love interest of Short uh, Martin Short's Oliver Putnam. And then also it was announced that Molly Shannon has joined the cast for season four. Uh, Shannon will play a high-powered L.A. businesswoman who finds herself drawn into the world of the investigation in New York. Uh, Molly Shannon was on Saturday Night Live for six years or six seasons. Uh, That's probably what she's best known for. Uh, But we don't have a release date for season four, but um, hopefully... We get something soon. You think Meryl Streep had to do that because she can't find work anywhere else? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not like she's a, a joke. She's yeah, probably winning actress or the anything. Greatest actress of all time. Yeah. Uh, so Disney has announced that the critically acclaimed, award-winning hit series uh, FX's The Bear. Uh, they announced that the third season of that uh, had been renewed quite a while ago, uh, but the filming on season three. Uh, was going to begin early 2024. Uh, But FX's boss, John Landgraf, recently announced that the third season will launch in June 2024, making a very quick turnaround time for the upcoming season, especially considering the Hollywood strikes. So uh, Landgraf also added that the studio plans to launch all episodes at once as per previous seasons. He'd kind of made a comment about how um, they were wondering, should they kind of milk it and, you know, release it weekly or whatever. But uh, they did it for the fans because they know that kind of just the way that that show is, they want the, it because is of a the highly bingeable show. Very bingeable. Just, yeah. it, it's kind of got that anxiety inducing mm-hmm. the, uh, element and a lot of the scenes and people just want to keep powering through it. So uh, I've we've spoke very highly about the bear before. That was probably the best season. Uh, season two was the best season of television of almost anything i've ever and seen this is starting uh, it's gonna start filming soon here in chicago they're actually uh they're looking, looking for, for extras. extras right now and uh supposed to continue filming uh till the end of may i wonder if uh they would consider uh, throwing me in there I'll take a few uh sick days from work <laughs> there you go in 2021, Hulu announced it was working on a series adaptation based on Sarah J. Moss' popular fantasy book series, A Court of Thorns and Roses. 
And the high-profile series is reportedly no longer moving forward at Hulu. This was reported by TV Line. And they also said that 20th uh, Television and Disney is not currently shopping the potential series to other outlets. Uh, this is a hugely popular book. Um, so this was like one of like the big high-profile series that Hulu had in development. So it's kind of a surprise that they would not be working on this. Um the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour was last week. A Craig Erwich, who's the president of Disney Television Group, he was asked about the series, and he's just said that it was, it had been in development, but he had no, no new news to share about it. And then after T- TV Line reported this, Variety came out and said that they had confirmed to sources close to production that the story was inaccurate and that it is still in development so right now is it isn't it could be still in development but like on hold or not development not active you know so uh not really clear what's going on there but i would think this would be um this is probably one of those series where you gotta spend a lot of money on it to do it justice there you go right there um the the days of you know, just blank checks for anything are, mm-hmm. are, are kind of over, I think, in a lot of the uh, streaming services or whatever. And uh, they're, they're looking more closely at the uh, bottom line and budget. So if, if that doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, up next for me, Michelle, this one should excite you a lot. Uh, Disney Plus unveiled a teaser for Thank You, Good Night, The Bon Jovi Story. <laughs> Uh, This four-part all-access docuseries chronicles the epic past and uncertain future of one of the most recognizable bands in the world and its frontman, John Bon Jovi, a 40-year odyssey of rock and roll idolatry uh, on the precipice as a vocal injury threatens to bring everything to a screeching halt. Thank you, good night. The Bon Jovi story premieres April 26th only on Disney Plus in the UK, which is the same day the series is going to arrive on Hulu in the U.S., Uh, The series joins the band in February 2022 and follows their real-time journey with its fits and starts as they attempt to chart out their future. As thrilling as the story of a -a once-in-a-lifetime talent is, it is even more rare that a legend like John Bon Jovi lets the world into his most vulnerable moments while he's still living them. 40 years of personal videos, unreleased early demos, original lyrics, and never-before-seen photos that chronicle the journey from Jersey Shore clubs to the biggest stages on the planet, the series relieves, relives the triumphs and setbacks, greatest hits, biggest disappointments, and most public moments of friction. I like Bon Jovi, so I'm definitely going to watch that. Living on a prayer. You know it. Okay, mine's short and sweet, but uh, Marvel's Thunderbolts film, uh, it has a new release date, so... Fantastic Four that I talked about earlier, they kind of swapped spots. So Thunderbolts will now release in theaters on May 2nd, 2025. And that was previously scheduled to release July 25th, 2025. Well, that was very short and sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, in 2024, Lucasfilm is expected to release four Star Wars shows on Disney+. Plus. We've got two live action and two animated. We already know the release date for the first animated series, which is a Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 3 on Disney+. Plus. However, so far we've heard very little about the live action projects, which include The Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, However, according to recent updates, the upcoming Star Wars series, The Acolyte, will be arriving on Disney Plus in just a few months. A recent report by Collider indicates that the upcoming Star Wars series, The Acolyte, is expected to premiere in the summer of 2024 on Disney Plus. 
with the final season of Star Wars The Bad Batch concluding on May 1st, there is speculation that The Acolyte might be released shortly thereafter. This suggests that the release of the Jude Law-fronted Skeleton Crew, originally anticipated for late 2023, is going to debut in the second half of this year. Uh, What's The Acolyte about? The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. That sounds like my family reunion. Oh boy. So Katy Perry has announced that she will be leaving American Idol after season 23. Well, I guess it's season 22, but really it's season seven on ABC. But she revealed the news Monday night on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live. And it was kind of a surprise. None of the other judges knew this. So she made that announcement. Uh, there's She kind of just wants to focus on her own music and stuff like that. So we have a video up on the website if you want to actually see that interview on Jimmy Kimmel um, but yeah, American Idol, the new season, it premieres Sunday, February 18th on ABC and it streams the next day on Hulu. Still to this day, I, I still like, I, I, I rarely have ever in the whole past of American Idol, have I ever rarely watched an entire season all the way through, but I've always enjoyed like the first few weeks of each the season. Auditions. Like, the auditions. They I used always, to like watching the Hollywood week. Well, the, I always enjoyed like the, the auditions, you know, back in the day with Simon, like it would always be kind of funny with the bad yeah. auditions. But yeah. I feel like now more so like they, they try to uh, uh, showcase more uplifting uh, mm-hmm. type of uh, contestants or, or, or backstories or whatever. It's always just, uh, it, it's interesting to watch and it, it's, it makes you feel good to watch. And I mean, I, I'm a big music fan. So yeah. anytime you see that, uh, that kind of talent on display, play it's it's fun to watch but uh yeah i'm sure they'll uh the the show must go on so i'm sure that they'll continue it in some way or form without her and she'll go do her music and everyone will be happy finally disney has officially uh confirmed at the uh, 2024 television critics association winter press tour uh that it had greenlit a brand new fourth installment of the zombies franchise meg donnelly and milo Mannheim are set to reprise their roles as Addison and Zed, with both stars also set to executive produce. And production on that is going to begin in March in New Zealand. That does it for the News Blast. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, our review, it's... This was a complex show. This was... Man, yes, I liked it. It was really good. How can I describe it? I probably can't, so Michelle... (laughs) You're going to help me, it's really... I'm going to let you describe as as much as you can. FX's Shogun, um, I guess, give us the rundown of what this is about. I know that um, the the little bit of homework I did about it, I know that this is like based off of a book, Mm -hmm. but um, give give everyone a, a rundown on Shogun, and then we'll talk about it if you're supposed to watch it or need to. Okay, so like you said, this is based on an original adaptation of James Clavell's best-selling novel, Shogun. Uh, This is going to be coming out. It will premiere with two episodes on FX and Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus internationally under the Star Banner on Tuesday, February 27th. And then a new episode will release each week. 
So I have a written review up on the website if you want to take a look at that. But this is a really epic, grand scale historical drama series. So think of Game of Thrones, uh, something on that scale. It's yes. a really huge production. Lots of different um different settings within the show, lots of different uh tribes or cities or factions, um, a lot of politics in the story, different characters, and it weaves together in this like grand thing. And it's almost like it almost needed double the amount of episodes. Um, it probably could have just to, to put it all together because there's so much there, but yeah, it definitely did give me, um, those, uh, those game of throne type vibes, not with like the dragons or whatever, but just, just kind of like the, the, the warring factions and the politics of like, you know, a, a big story like that in, in the different kinds of characters or whatever, it, it kind of did give me those vibes, uh, right from the jump. So Michaela Clavel, who is the daughter of the late author James Clavel, which is, you know, the book that's based off of, she serves as an executive producer of the series and has said that this retelling is very true to the book and authentic to the time period. And this is actually the second time that this has been um, adapted. It, there was a TV series in the 1980s. And what I found kind of interesting is the author actually got this idea from one of his daughter's textbooks. And decided to write a story based on that. And it was just like a little excerpt uh, about the history of a real life sailor who traveled to Japan in the 1600s. And that sailor was William Adams. So um, he kind of took that story and some of these exploits wow. and based it on John Blackthorne, who is in Shogun and that sailor. And like you said, it takes place in like the 1600s feudal Japan, uh, like a civil war wars almost going on. There's like a lot of uh, power grabbing. So like the emperor and... of Japan had like died a year before and you've got like these, what is it, four or five different lords or whatever mm -hmm. that are in charge of all the different factions and, and like they kind of control things and like some of them come together to conspire against the other one and this is all like set on the backdrop of like Japan is very like kind of isolated in this time frame and um, you know, English or, 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 or whatever, like people from, from the Western world, like hadn't even really, or were very unaware even that it existed. And they were unaware that like that area of the world was even there. Uh, albeit for some, like, uh, some like monks or mission Christian missionaries or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it's, there's I, a lot going on so in much this. Going on. There's so many characters, like it's very confusing, especially the first episode, um, trying to keep up with the characters and what's going on and what the uh, plot uh, is. Oh, and let me also tell you that uh, in it makes it more difficult because about uh, probably 60 or 70% of each episode is also subtitled. Yeah. So you're actually going to be reading this because, I mean, it's, it's very authentic because mm -hmm. it's in Japanese. So mm -hmm. um, you have to really pay attention. And that is always my biggest flaw when I'm watching things. I, my, I, I, 
my mind just wanders sometimes, but it's really good. And for being a show like this, it did really hold my attention a lot more than I expected it to. And I found myself fascinated and just, you know, waiting for every word to come up. It, it really, really was well done. Yeah, I like the tension of it. The characters um, were so well developed and the actors performing these characters were over the top. I mean, really outstanding performances. Um, like I said, this is kind of based on this Blackthorn and uh, he's a sailor and, um, you know, kind of gets caught up in Japan captured really right yeah so and like his whole the, crew is captured what well, they, they there's like some disease on the boat and they they end up uh like coming ashore in japan or they they end up being found and um you know he's actually considered an enemy at first and what do they call him anjin which is yeah japanese for pilot and so he's kind of like an enemy to them at first but really because of the knowledge he has kind of becomes an ally to uh uh, yeah, what, uh, what's it, Yoshi Toronaga? Yeah, Toronaga. Um, he, he so he 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 finds favor with Toronaga, who's one of those, uh, you know, one of those lords that um, has taken over. Um, basically, because the year prior, the uh, the emperor or whatever had died, and they're waiting for his young son to come of age to where he can become uh, the leader of Japan. So, uh, in the meantime, like everyone's conspiring against uh, this guy and. Um, he basically the engine uh, helps basically kind of navigate through uh all of the situations that are going on that uh are are basically causing him problems and and he finds a lot of favor with him and he like he starts off as a prisoner and they're going to put him to death or whatever and then he ends up helping them and it's just it's really interesting. And one of the side storylines, which I kind of think even steals the spotlight from the whole story, is his translator, uh, yes. Lady Mariaco. Uh, so she's she she speaks English and she's his translator. And there's kind of this steamy chemistry, um, but she is married, and it's yeah, it's, it's you kind of have to watch it to see. But like, I mean, it's. She it's she's really... married. She has a she has a husband who uh, basically thought thought to be dead, and turns out it's. I don't think that that's really a spoiler or so yeah. much, um, but like then he's back in the picture after like they've kind of been a little bit together or whatever, and it, it just like causes all kinds of drama and tension, and it's just it's. It's, it's really well done and really uh, suspenseful to watch and see how it turn out. Um, one thing I do want to say is for mature audiences, there absolutely. are some uh, scenes, I want to say they're a little, a little bit graphic or nothing over the top that I found like completely disturbing, but some stuff that uh, is a little bit graphic. or um, there, there, there is some, some pretty graphic violence, but it's usually pretty quick. But mm -hmm. um, uh, th there's there's scenes of... Uh, suicide in that and and some mm -hmm. some beheading so like i mean but it's not mm -hmm. it's not like super super graphic but i mean it's it is what it is it, it's definitely not this is not a show for children right. in any way shape or form but uh uh yeah it's i i feel like i could rewatch it yeah. again um 
and like I would like to rewatch it along with some cliff notes and characters and names and everything so I could put it all together while I was rewatching it. Yeah, like I said, like when you first, it's it's almost a lot to take in and and gets kind of confusing. But as you keep watching it, then you like you start distinguishing what's going on, and then uh, the characters become more well developed. I I think that we both kind of after uh like the first episode, we were were a little bit. like what? <laughs> but let's like if if I would have stopped after the, just the first episode, or if I hadn't had the opportunity to immediately go into the second episode, I may have may have not uh, kept with it. But we we powered through the first one, went right into the second one, and uh, it immediately becomes enjoyable. It's just it's a little bit slow to get going and figure mm. out what's going on, but once you do and you you kind of see. Uh, all of the different angles that are, are happening in this. It's it's a really, really well done. And you done. think about it even after you watch it, like long after. I mean, it's 10 episodes long. I know that's a time commitment. I, I do think it's worth the time. But even after you finish watching, like I kind of felt myself thinking about different things about it. Like it, it leaves an imprint. If you're even you. If you're even like casually interested in like historical Japanese culture or or anything like that, I think that you'll find it pretty fascinating. It's beautifully shot. Beautifully shot. Um, Just some really great grand set pieces, like all of the, uh, all of the villages and cities Mm -hmm. and castles uh, that, that are in the the series. Like, I mean, they must've spent a bazillion dollars uh, making this. It's really like, uh, it's, it it is a 10 out of 10 as far as production. Mm -hmm. And they, they spared no expense on cinematography. The acting is top notch. Uh, Again, uh, the, the only, the only knock that I would give it is it is a little bit slow and wordy at times because Mm -hmm. of the, um, the subtitles, uh, so if if you're okay with that, you're you're gonna love this. Um, you're gonna love this show. Um, what would you rate it? Um, overall, um, I give it a nine out of ten. Same. Yeah. Nine. It, it was it was really really good, and it, it stuck with me, like you said, uh, quite a while after. Again, I I'm really bad, and I always have been. It, it, it probably took me. Th- three seasons of game of thrones yeah, to, to, to be able to name yeah. names of, of all the characters i'm just not good at that and Same i never here. have been but uh again it, it's just it, it it does it almost doesn't matter uh, you, you'll you'll see the characters you'll see their faces and you'll start to understand what they're doing and by the end of the the end of the show it'll all make sense and mm. you'll see that what was really going on this whole the whole time in it and it 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 was great so yeah nine out of ten for both of us that's going to do it for shogun in this episode be sure to check that out um that's going to do it for this episode thank you for joining us we hope you come back next time for the next episode please rate take a moment to rate review and subscribe to our podcast totally appreciate that be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. Also, you can follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter. That's at MoreDisneyPlus. You can stop by and visit us on Facebook. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, we're going to be out of here so we can see you later. See you later, guys.